Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today Well, <laughs> <Do you have laughs> an episode to talk about, well, guys. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. First of all, I, I gotta say, I'm sorry I wasn't here last week for the wonderful episode that was the Great Escape. Yeah, uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I wish so I could have been here to talk about it. Instead, I'm here to talk about Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, we missed you on the Great Escape. It was. We, we agreed. It was. Absolutely fantastic! One of the best episodes of the, of the possibly of the series. Yes, of no. the series Absolutely. for sure. Um, but this, you know, again, <laughs> it's one of those. What do they call them? Like like a table set an hour yeah. that they're trying to set it all up, set up the pins for future storylines. Um, and it is so ridiculous. But at the same time, I feel like this is true Riverdale fashion. I feel like. Last week's episode was the outlier because it was so good. Such a good episode. <laughs> it was well written. And yeah. this yes. week we are back to the just like question mark, question mark, question mark <laughs> when it comes to the writing. Yeah, I'll <laughs> agree with that one. But it's still so much fun. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just want to begin as we often begin. By saying, Archie Andrews, get your head out of out your, of your ass. ass. No, but like, you know, you see, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I've just, I can't stay here. I gotta go. Just ruining people's lives <laughs> left and right. Left and right. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make sure Jughead's life is ruined too. Just the most carnage just, he can possibly, and admittedly, he is also the target of some unfair carnage. Uh-huh. And he deals with it by being like, I'm gonna fuck up the lives of everybody <laughs> trying to help me. My whole community came together to help me, and I'm just gonna flip it right back in their fucking faces. His choices make no sense to the point that he says, like, that he took the plea deal because he was tired of putting his family and friends through hell, but everything that he's doing is just putting them more into hell. Yes. Going to prison is hell for your family and friends. And for you. Yeah. Especially as a murderer, you idiot. <laughs> well, also, one point of clarity, and that they kept 
referring to him as a convicted murderer, which he's not. He took a plea to manslaughter. Mm-hmm. But a convicted murderer sounds much better. It does, but he's And like, I don't think Sheriff Manetta parses words like that. But like, mm-hmm. I just kept being like, let's get the conviction right, at least, for what he went to juvie for. Yeah, he kept, I just can't cause any more pain. So I'm going to do this really painful thing that fucks up everybody's life. I'm going to fuck up Veronica's life, fuck up my dad's life, fuck up Josie and all the other people who really took risks for me. Fuck off, Archie. Mm -hmm. I'm so mad at Archie. Yeah, and then finally, let's let's put Kevin in all kinds of trouble. Let's get Kevin, like after Kevin took him to... By the way, Dr. Curdle Jr. is becoming one of my favorite characters. Definitely. I <laughs> love Dr. I love that they could also only refer to him as Dr. Curdle Jr. Yeah, I appreciate that. If you're that. going to mistake him for his dead father. Yeah, and when Betty looks at the autopsy for uh, Daryl Doily, mm-hmm. uh, Daryl Do- Doily, excuse me, Daryl Doily, uh, Daryl Doily, uh, and she's like, can I use this as evidence? He's like, no, that's from my father's personal, personal collection. collection. What do you mean? His, per- his personal collection of autopsy reports? Yeah, that's the Colonel family for you. (laughs) That's the Colonel. Colonel Senior, you know, he's just crazy. That or else he has a whole collection of files of things that he tried to cover up, Mm. which is a whole other ballgame. Yeah, because we still don't know why uh, uh, Colonel Senior was replaced by Colonel Junior. No, we absolutely do not. Didn't he die? Well, we think I think that the consensus we came to on the show is that maybe the actor died. The actor died, yeah. but the character didn't die that we know of. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, maybe I'm not sure, but I got a feeling they're they're putting a lot of Doctor Curdle Junior. In uh, this uh, in this season, so I'm guessing maybe you might be right. Maybe it'll come back, and uh, Doctor Curdle Senior is going to play a big part in this. Maybe Doctor Curdle is the gargoyle king. Is the gargoyle king? <laughs> Because now we know it's definitely not the warden, obviously. Cross him off the list. He's done. But we learned that the warden was the RROTC instructor at Riverdale High the same time that all of their parents were in the Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. But I do like that reveal, <laughs> even though it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, okay, it's the connection between Hiram Lodge and uh, the warden. You know, because they were both there at the same time. Although it definitely doesn't, but although you would think that the bigger connection would be between Sheriff Keller and uh, the warden, because Sheriff right. Keller was in the RROTC. Yeah, and Hiram right. wasn't. Yeah, Hiram was not. There was so much laid down in this episode. The more I just keep thinking about all of the things that happened, because so essentially, Betty gets all of the parents together in Veronica's non-alcoholic club that's underneath Pops. Which was extremely reckless of Betty. What is she thinking? Right? Confronting all those people without... Anyone else with her? Nah, Betty's gone off the rails. Betty doesn't. Betty doesn't work well alone. She doesn't. She needs someone else to temper. She's got too much of a temper. Yeah, she needs judgment. She does. She's. I mean, she's. She's flying free right now. All four of them are kind of flying free right now. But what I love is that she sent out a letter, quote unquote, from the Griffin King to make them all meet up. All the parents meet up to talk about everything, and they just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> How did she? How did she like mimic the Griffin ki- or the Gargoyle Kings? I keep saying Griffin King. God damn it! How did she do it? I don't know. And why did they show up? And what? And when they were all going in, like it was Pops asking, I was like, "Hey, so what are you guys doing?" 
out there. It's like, oh, we got a meeting. Just, we'll be done in a, a little while. And the fact that it was from the Gargoyle King, was that actually an important point that they all were like, oh yeah, the Gargoyle King is real and he wrote me a letter and I have to go? Or was that just, again, the the ever-present question in Riverdale, purposeful or bad writing? <laughs> and what I did, don't know. And what did the letter say? Come meet me at the child speakeasy. I and the, guess. And then they're like... Hey, Betty, why do you have us all here? She tells uh, her, them everything, all of her secrets, all of her information. She rats out Jughead in front of his dad. She just is reckless. And of course she doesn't get any helpful information, although I will say that Penelope Blossom looked beautiful in she this did. scene. She did. She did, but also the whole backstory between Penelope Blossom and Dilton Doily's father, Daryl Doily, who was in love with her, who renounced, like, and she said, no thank you, and then he went back to her, asked her to be in love with him again, and then he killed himself. Which or also is did just, he? Or did he? Or did he? An oleander in his system. Wasn't the carbon monoxide from the car that they found him in inside of the garage? None of this has ever been brought up. And I love it. Yeah. None of it has ever been. Yeah, no one talked about anything as far as Selton Doyle had, you know, his father committing suicide or anything like that. Yeah, but we never, there was never a lot of depth to Dilton Doyle's character, admittedly. <laughs> no. He was a Boy Scout and that a survivalist. Yeah. But again, they did again gloss over the child abuse of Reggie when they're like and then Reggie's dad just like hit him in the face when he asked her what asked him about the Midnight Society he's like I didn't and then they just kept going they just kept going meanwhile I'll bet there is at least one mandated reporter in that room who if they suspect <laughs> child abuse is going on they have to call the child abuse hotline definitely the fucking attorney is probably a mandated reporter probably the mayor I mean it's just ridiculous that they're just letting this child abuse slide yeah well, I've got somebody uh, somebody here he's beating up his 28 year old child <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's going to come back around, though. It's been brought up twice. Yeah. And the fact that he said that he didn't hit him, I wonder if something else happened, right? Or again, weird plot line or bad writing. I'm not really sure. I'm going to guess this episode is a lot of... Yeah, a lot of bad writing in this episode. I don't think this is going to be a weird, but I don't think there's going to be a whole lot coming out from this episode. I wish that we had like a like minutes, like somebody took minutes when we when we did these to keep track of like like if we could go back and refer to like Fred Andrews, like an addiction question mark, and then go back and be like, okay, we're now like a season and a half later, and nothing happened with that. All right, we could probably cross that off, you know? Yeah, be like take a note, like like Reggie's dad actually hit him something else question mark and then like come back and refer to it you know nope never again probably (laughs) so now i mean so this whole episode kevin is helping archie to find the mines yeah the mines to to something something mines something something the warden yeah because the warden remember told uh, archie in his last meal that the guys were uh, that framed archie were hanging out in a mine outside of greendale right or was shadow it the, lake shadow the lake shadow lake it was a shadow facts forest shadow lake mm. shadow, shadow lake fa- if shadow- it were me i would hide in the mines of shadow lake mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so archie and kevin go there because archie but archie doesn't say like i'm gonna go there and clear my name but he never says how he's gonna clear his name. like was he gonna just go put them all in a headlock or something he was yeah he or was is he gonna get go them beat him up yeah beat up these criminal people who are obviously afraid for their lives yeah 
Archie Just is- stay in the sex bunker, Archie. Stay, in, which I think we should only refer to it as a sex bunker because everybody's fucking in that bunker. Yeah. Stay in the sex <laughs> yeah, bunker. Yeah, there's a lot of juices in that bunker. That's a juice yeah. bunker. Yeah, if you if you got a bunch of teens who got a bunker, it's going to be a sex bunker. Yeah, without a doubt. But, you know, Archie and Kevin show up, and this is after Kevin already risked his ass to uh, save Archie from a terrible uh, wound infection. They go, they see Sheriff Mineta going in Which again, in yeah, that means Joe's, uh, it was a TT and Kevin are both nurses on the side. But yes, please continue. <laughs> well, and they, th- Kevin just took them out in the open, just walk around. Well, yeah, nice. go to the morgue, nice. hang out in the parking lot, <laughs> go hide in a corner at the hospital <laughs> when you're a fucking fugitive. There's bullet, all point bulletins all over the place looking for your face. Everybody knows you because you're a very famous child in Riverdale. Molly's wearing a hood. He's wearing a he's hat. He's got a hoodie. A he's hood. got a hat on. He's got a hat and a hood. <laughs> he's got a hat on. Man's yeah. got a hat and a hood. And he was sitting on the world. floor in the hospital. <laughs> So probably just nobody looked down at the boy <laughs> hiding in the corner on the floor. It's a gigantic jacked redhead boy. No one noticed Archie at uh. all. So they go to the mine and they find that Sheriff Mineta has already gone in and committed a triple murder. Uh, I This, I just, so the sheriff just goes in and just... Shoots a bunch of kids. <laughs> Very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, and then Archie tried to save one, and he di- still died. Yeah, he still died. And this is after Veronica had already told him, like, hey, so I think I pretty much got the proof that I need to set you free. think I pretty much got it, so you can chill. And he's like, no, no, I can't. And incredibly, Veronica, in a feat of legal work, got Archie's conviction not only, you know, vacated and overturned or whatever, but he will apparently face no legal repercussions for escaping prison. (laughs) FYI, even if you have been wrongfully convicted and sent to prison, you are not allowed to escape prison (laughs) extrajudicially and then still be totally cool even if you are then found to have been innocent and wrongfully sent to prison in the first place. And you also can't get a manslaughter conviction vacated in the space of what seemed to be 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but she got the, don't worry, she broke into the mayor's office, immediately found the exact information that she needed to do it. On the desktop. Um, Just right up on the mayor's uh, desktop. On the desktop. Uh First thing she opened. I'm surprised it didn't just say like, things that ain't nobody should look in here. (laughs) Nothing in here for you to look at. That's what the folder name should have been. And listen, I send a lot of large files. That file's not attaching as quickly as it attached and sent. Nah, that was a a pretty high quality MPEG there. You're gonna need more time. But then they throw her in jail and of course Hiram's not gonna get her out of jail. No. Yes. But I love that she called Fred Andrews, except that I hate that she called Fred Andrews, because why put him under that pressure mm. to get you out of jail, to call Mayor McCoy or ex-Mayor McCoy and like do all that stuff for you? It's like, he's got enough issues with his escaped convict son <laughs> on the loose. Yeah, but Fred, Han- Fred Andrews, I gotta say, you know I'm not a big Luke Perry fan. He's handling it with such grace. He really is. He's just frowning his way through it like usual. <laughs> it's like, oh, Archie. I love him. Aww. I love him so much. My son ran away. <laughs> son. <laughs> Don't run away, son. So then he went, he came in, kind of saved the day. But then there was also Daddy Brigade number two of the Luke Perry Sheriff Keller hybrid that went down into the shadow mines trying to find Archie, which 
the two of them together, I missed my FP, but FP was too busy chaining up Jughead in the middle of his trailer so that he couldn't play a game. <laughs> boy, I love how FP's always like, boy, boy. boy, it's time for you to sober up, boy. <laughs> I love that he called it his addiction. I loved it. He was so intense about it. But also, that is a father that loves his son. I'm so confused by how attracted I am to Skeet Ulrich. It like <laughs> constantly confuses me. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why yeah. do I love him? I wouldn't imagine like a guy, like I couldn't imagine a guy who calls his son boy. Boy. Like, I know. I don't like that. It would be someone that like you're really into. I know. I'm just like, Ooh. boy. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so hot. He's so hot. Yeah. My God. He's so he's like, it's it, what I really don't understand is how much hotter he is than he used to be. I really thought when we went back and watched The Craft, Jackie, that I would be like, wow, now that I know I love Skeet Ulrich, I'll probably realize that I always loved him and he was so hot when he was young. Wrong. He's way, way hotter now. He daddied up. He's much better. He's so much hotter as a daddy. Yeah, he grew into his teeth because, you know, he had that kind of squirrel look when he was a kid. Yeah, and he was so smooth. Now he's a little wrinkly. Yeah, he used to look like a a really good-looking chipmunk. Yeah, too smooth, too many teeth. You're right. Mm -hmm. Oh, now he's all craggy daddy, though. I love a craggy daddy. Well, speaking of the serpents... Got a death. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin's uh, oh, just fucking dead now. Just dead uh. under a tarp. <laughs> Leave Sweet Pea to deal with it. <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, yeah, so Archie wants to run away from his problems, so I'm going to go. Sweet Pea, you clean this up around here. Just leave the corpse. This, right? You can, like, hide this body. There's just a corpse there. Yeah, just, just don't. Just touch it, move some stuff, move the crime scene about, manipulate it with your fingerprints, and then... Presumably cover it up yourself. Well, I think part of what it is, I, th- I think it is Jughead running away as well. Because I think Jughead I think Jughead's was, running away Jughead was yeah. super, he was super guilty about Joaquin because he knew that Joaquin got killed because Joaquin answered all of Jughead's questions. Right. Uh, and that's when he's like, I got to go find Archie. And at first I thought, I was like, oh, I guess he has to warn Archie about something. But now I'm seeing him. Jughead's running away too. Yeah. They're both just running away from their problems. They'll be back in Riverdale forty-five minutes into the next episode. Yes, they'll definitely oh, yeah. be back in Riverdale in the next episode. But yeah, I love that scene when they were interrogating Joaquin, and Joaquin was like, "No, I can't." And then Jughead just like kind of pushed him, and Joaquin was like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> all right." No, what I'll he, tell you. What he did is he was just like, "Okay, get him up," and he just like stood up, and then when he stood up, he's like. Okay, answer the question. He's like, oh, I'm standing up now. Oh, man, what happens when I'm standing up? Oh, I better answer this question. Oh, oh this shit, man. Well, I guess I'll tell you, even though there's a fucking god lording over me who's going to kill me, yeah, I, I guess fucking... I'll tell Jughead. Yeah, Wood Cthulhu is coming to get me, but oh, no, Jughead told me to stand up. <laughs> and the, so then they found him, and he had the the runic symbol, runic, yeah. runic, yeah, yeah, that works. Of uh, uh, that said sacrifice on his forehead. So he's another sacrifice mm. of the gargoyle king. Yeah, and the gargoyle king and the gargoyle gang. Yeah. So so the gargoyle gang. Yeah. Do we think that this is like a stonemasons kind of thing? Like, <sighs> like is it a bunch of men out there wearing masks being like, we're a secret society? I think mm. it's boys. I think they're probably just ghoulies. I think it's just ghoulies with like new gear. 
But what about yeah. the gargoyle? They're they're there worshiping the gargoyle king. I think it's kind of witchy, right? It's a little witchy. It's interesting, yeah. but I find it interesting because it's like you know the whole thing of like a serpent doesn't shiv a serpent, which number one, Archie's not a real serpent, but number two, why would the gargoyle gang kill their own kind? It's just because I guess because he talked. Because he talked, yeah. Interesting. And he talked to Jughead. I think Jughead blames himself, and that's why Jughead's running away now. I think you all seen the movie The Witch. Yeah, yeah. multiple yeah. times. That scene with the with the Gargoyle King gang out in the woods reminded me a lot of the final scene of the of the Witch. Yeah, except it's oh not my as God. hot. <laughs> yeah, and I I wonder if they're gonna do that with the twins though. Once um. Alice Cooper goes off to the farm with the twins. Maybe they're going to make a mashed up baby stew. Ooh, mashed up baby stew. I hope not. <laughs> no, come you on, mashed up baby stew. You got to keep them young somehow. Yeah. They've been definitely killing people off willy-nilly. And, and, and of course, we also have to talk about poor Betty. <sighs> Fucking Betty. Dude, like, she was just, I don't know, this whole, I think, you know what? I think the Sisters of Quiet Mercy is going to do her good. Cause you know what? I don't know. I think it's gonna do her good. I think I think Betty needs to get taken down a peg. I think Betty's feeling a little too important these days. I think she's I, trying to she's trying to go go off on her own. She's not taking help from friends. She's not listening to anyone. I think she needs to be taught a lesson. And I think the sisters of Quiet Mercy can be the one to do it. I yeah, but know. they're all bowing down to the gargoyle king. Yeah, they're all painting gargoyles over there. I know it's gonna be cool shit. <laughs> I, I I'm ex- I am excited to he- see what happens with Betty, but also Betty has just gotten she really has leaned into the Alice Cooper character when he's like you got a bobby pin on you and she's like always pulls it out of her hair just like undoes the lock which I love I love badass Betty and also she's so much hotter when she wears like all black than when she wears those like pink sweaters to me yeah 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 I'd say so for sure. But still, I mean, just I mean, the hottest is always going to be like young Alice Cooper. Yes. Yeah. I mean, 90s. that was so sexy. Yes. Yeah. I did like that. Um, I saw that the Tumblr post that said Riverdale. Oh, we need more drama. What shall we do, Riverdale? Send in the nuns. Yeah. Because man, their answer to everything. Oh, I can't handle my kid in any way, shape, or form. Send in the nuns. <laughs> sisters are quite mercy. Always with the sisters. Yeah, I appreciate that the nuns keep coming back. I like it when Riverdale brings something back from the past because it makes me think that the writers have intention. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't usually think that. <laughs> so now she's being sent off, but at the same time, how did the Gargoyle King get inside of the house? Uh-huh. Can we please talk about that scene? Because I saw that scene on the train because I was watching the episode in my home and then the baby woke up, so we had to go and I had to stop. And then I was like, I need to see the end of this fucking episode. So I watched it on the train and I was like, what in the fuck? It was like really wa- watching, you know, most episodes and then stopping and then coming in right when the gargoyle kick was in Betty and Alice's home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also bringing in Daryl Doyle's gravestone and his skull. And his skull, <laughs> like dug man. up Daryl Doyle and d- somehow got the fucking gravestone into th- to the second floor and set it up in Betty's bed. And then FP was there, and he was like, no, I was just coming to look for a jughead. Meanwhile, he was pounding on the door. Yeah, pounding on the door. and Because he's pounding on the door. Alice slams his face, goes up to the second floor, and then FP, since he got his the door slammed in his face, he climbs <laughs> up to the second floor, comes in through that window. And then he was like, I was yeah, just man. looking for jughead. <laughs> and then he just gives Alice a long hug. A, long, a real long hug, because that's what you want. Well, there's a 
gargoyle king wandering about in the living room. But then I wonder if that means that he has something to do with it. The fact that he was up on the second floor, maybe he was the one that had put the gravestone in uh, Betty's room yeah. and was actually leaving and then came back up in. Oh, getting and, shades of scream. And mm-hmm. he was really itching to get out of there during Betty's meeting at the speakeasy. Yeah, he was. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if it had something if he was had something to hide. Yeah. Very interesting. Either. But uh, see, because I had Although I had written down as I was watching, I was like, why are they doing the whole shaky handheld camera version inside of the Cooper home? Because there was that weird angle from where the popcorn was. Although I just realized, is this a scream thing? Maybe it's a scream thing. Interesting. Yeah. So they had the popcorn on the uh, on the stove. So it was all the handheld. So they were being watched. By I'm assuming the Gargoyle King, unless it was just that they were being watched by Skeet Ulrich, who happens to also maybe be the Gargoyle King. Ah, he might be. I mean, at the at the end of the day, this is just gonna be a fucking Scooby Doo ending, because it's just gonna yeah. be some. It's just gonna be somebody pulling the Gargoyle King mask off of some asshole. Not Hiram Lodge. It's not going to be Hiram Lodge. That's I think no. Hiram, Hiram Lodge is that. And by the way, Jughead needs to stop every time he has. He needs to stop showing his hand to Hiram Lodge. Yeah. Because yes. every time he's got something against Hiram Lodge, he just goes and yells at Hiram Lodge. And I bet that actor never thought that anyone would yell the line, "You're the gargoyle king, Hiram," like straight <laughs> at his face. But also, Veronica needs to be doing the same thing. She needs to stop discussing things with her father. Yeah. They have to zip the lip. Although I did like how Hiram. Lodge shot back at um, at Jughead when he's like, I'm not a 16 year old nerd playing <laughs> games to act out my hormonal fantasies, <laughs> which I thought was a lot of fun. That's pretty good. Yeah, I did enjoy see. I did enjoy him calling Jughead a nerd. Yeah, that was fun. Completely, he completely called him out for it. Also, I don't know if you noticed. But he did take down, he gave Veronica the big oil painting of her and replaced it of one of himself. (laughs) Classic. It is classic. So we know, I know it's not Hiram that's the Gargoyle King, and that's fine. But is he manipulating the Gargoyle King? Like, is he the boss? Because that's what everybody seems to think. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. But now also, I, I don't think that it has anything to do with Minetta, because now Minetta, I guess, is going to go to jail, so we're going to have to get a new sheriff, and I wonder if Keller's going to get put back into the position? Keller's definitely coming back into the position, oh yeah, because he already ha- he's already using the cop, hey, we got multiple 187 at Shadow Lake Mines. Even though he also covered up a murder. He did cover up a murder, yes. He's not perfect. Mm. Not perfect. He's, I mean, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to save Riverdale. What stake would FP possibly have in all of this? Why would FP be the gargoyle king or even be involved with the gargoyle king maybe it was providing protection with something with the serpents for a really long time uh-huh and maybe that's why they needed to bring them back because it's like they got they got to keep the ghoulies at bay but now the ghoulies are a part of it uh-huh hmm. so i don't know i don't know either i just hope it's not like Hiram lodge like it was with you know hal cooper and the black hood where it's just like yeah that's what we figured yeah yeah I, I don't think that that's I, I don't know I think that they're getting craftier especially crafty the way like Penelope Blossom wouldn't use Oleander because it leaves traces mm. which how badass was that by the way that's she was very badass little auntie uh, auntie Blossom which that was gross that's gross it's a little weird but I liked yeah. it I liked it yeah no I like that she's keeping it creepy keeping the Blossom family creepy old Penelope Blossom 
But then also we gotta we gotta say it. Our Archie and Veronica Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> we're in game, babe. Because we're end game, Archie. Because we're end game, Archie. Veronica showed significantly more emotion when Archie said he was running away, even though obviously he'll come back. Much more emotion than when he was sentenced to two years in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how they. How far are they going to get with a little bit of money and some granola bars in a knapsack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're two 16-year-old boys. And especially when he's like, you ever hop the train, Archie? The fucking course he hasn't. Yeah, <laughs> also, at him. I'm not sure Jughead has. I know Jughead was like street homeless for a while, and he's definitely more like street smart than Archie. But Gets like, a little bit, yeah. I don't know if Archie's been, I mean, if Jughead's been riding the rails, he's lived in Riverdale his whole life. Look, he's never left Riverdale. He might have gone on like one school trip None 10 of them years have left ago. Riverdale. No. No, that's, so we'll see how far they get. We know they're not going to get very far, but what is going to bring them back to Riverdale is the posing question. Betty. Is Veronica out Betty it, is yeah, in the get, Sisters of Quiet yeah, Archie. Yeah, they're yeah, going to break out Betty because Archie also cares about Betty. She's my best friend, Jug. Yeah. You know, that's what he'll <laughs> say. Oh. She oh. lives across the street, me, Jug. Of course we got to go back for her. Come on, Jug. I love them so much. <laughs> but they have to get back. They're going to get back together or... Is Veronica, which we had called, is she going to sleep with Reggie since he is the muscle of her speakeasy? Mm, yeah, or maybe they'll come back because Veronica, because Hiram is going to do something bad to like, awful to, to Veronica. Veronica. Mm-hmm. It's also possible. Yeah, because remember, Jughead still got his cell phone. That is true, but at the same, yeah, because they can track them. It's all these things, but there, I just really feel like it has to do with something with FP because he was fairly non-existent this episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did, and he did. He was really upset. He was like, "I've had enough of this." During that parent meeting, mm-hmm. so he's really getting scared, and um, I can't wait to see. But also, how's the game going to continue, Jug? Yeah, Jug. Yeah, Jug was Without just like, the yeah, game I'll just up leave. I have all these things I have a super high stake in. I'm the game master. But he left. Yeah. He's gone, and I don't know what they're going to do without him. I guess they're going to have to get him back by the end of next episode, which is what I'm calling. Yep. Chapter 42, The Man in Black. Hiram. Oh, that's right, because that's what Joaquin said. You know him. It's The Man in Black. And I wrote down The Man in Black? Question mark. Because who is the man in that, black? Right after that, they cut to Hiram Lodge in yeah. his black suit, but maybe that was a misdirect. Could be. I think it's a misdirect. I, I think it's definitely. <gasps> FP wears black. Ah, and then there's the black hood. There's the black hood. Is it Hal Cooper pulling the strings from his uh, glass cell that was in the basement of the Riverdale (laughs) County Jail? (laughs) Did he say the man in the black suit or the man in black? I thought he said man in the black suit. Yeah, man in the black suit. Because FP doesn't wear a black suit. No. Hmm. I, I feel like it's only... Hiram Lodge that does but I i mean obviously we're mistaken yeah. unless it's gonna be a real fucking season two bullshit and there's gonna be some other man in a black suit who we've never met before who's the the damn no way they're king. smarter than that this season they know what they've got going for them and that is craziness yeah I think that I mean I just had so much faith in them after that episode with the red paladin it was so good mm-hmm. and and so maybe they'll bring it back maybe well I'll be back here with you next week on next week's Riverdale Roundup. Yeah. I'm so excited about it, guys. Get out there and get horny. (laughs) 